Hey, good morning, everyone. Morning, morning. Good to see a few of you on early uh, already. Good to see you, Alison, Donna, all the way from the not so sunny GC. Good to see you. Lee from Tassie. Lee, good to see you. Thanks for joining. Jeff, how are you, mate? Uh, you might hear a little bit of noise in the background, folks. You may hear a small amount of noise in the background. Maybe there's a double up here. Let me see this. Hang on, I'm just gonna, just gonna mute that one. Uh, uh, you might hear a little bit of uh, noise in the background. Uh, got uh, got the gardeners out today doing a little bit of stuff, and they're here early. So uh, hopefully it not it's not too annoying, um, but uh, we'll keep it rolling. Hope you're all well, uh, Joe. Hey, morning, Joe. Let us know where, where you're coming in from. Joe, Teresa. Good to see you. Morning to a few Facebook users. Sometimes when you're in the private Facebook groups, folks, uh, your name doesn't come through, which is a bit of a bummer. But uh, whoever you are, welcome. Great to have you here. Kelly, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, ladies and gents. Uh, as always, do a little quick intro while things are getting going. Things warming up, that's my name there. If you don't already know, most of you do, but if you don't, uh, I've been property investing uh, over 22 years, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand uh, over 20, over 20 years. We've done some things, we've done some pretty interesting deals, uh, thousands, thousands and thousands, matter of fact. Uh, we're just putting together a little bit of a, um, uh, a bit of a, a dossier on the number of properties my clients own. Uh, and it's getting towards, we're just collecting um, you know, the information from history, it's getting towards over 10,000. That's, that's right, 10,000 properties uh, my clients collectively own. Uh, and we've helped clients buy over 7,000 properties. So that's kind of cool along the way with a few of those interesting experiences. We've learned a few things, and I get to share those with you each morning. So many of you guys know uh, and are in our coaching and mentoring programs, so uh, that's awesome too. And um, But the little Wealth Coffee Chats this morning is usually, usually a little topical, strategic, tactical conversation about, uh, you know, what's going on when it comes to investing. So welcome along if you're new. Let us know if you're new. Say hello. Let us know where you're from. And if you're a returning viewer, fantastic to have you. Uh, I've been out a couple of days uh, off the tools and um, I'm going to have a holiday. Basically, tonight I'm going on a holiday from Friday to Wednesday next week. So for all of you... Um, I won't be on for um, Wealth Coffee Chat Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, uh, but I'll be back on Thursday. So anyway, let everyone know if anyone's asking. Uh, I'm on a little bit of a, a little bit of a mini break, and um, but we've got wine and wisdom on tonight, so join us for that. We actually have a guest, a very cool guest, an investment manager guest coming tonight, and he's lined up a guest. So if you're up for that, make sure you get along. But today's talk, today's conversation uh, in the Wealth Coffee Chat is about controlling cash. Cash is trash, ladies and gents. It's a really interesting thing uh, when, uh, when, when there's a, a conversation go on. You know, a lot of people say, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of smart people, supposedly smart people, uh, talk about cash is king. You know, if you've got cash, you're good to go. Now, 
Now, that's kind of um, it's kind of part of the conversation, but today I want to talk to you about why I think cash is trash. And uh, of recent times, let's go back, you know, the last five years, tell me uh, what's been happening in the world of returns in uh, bank accounts. Like, tell me, right now, I'll, let's ask the question, where are the three places... Where are the three places most Aussies store their cash? Where do we store it? Okay. What are the three places the that we we often store our cash? And why cash in the truest sense in a bank account uh, is what I call trash. So tell me in the chat, where do we store it? There's three places that are commonly uh, used to store and tuck away our dollars and cents, ladies and gents. Do you guys know what they are? One, two, three. The the regular Aussie um, cash that we can get access to, Kev. Um, but and Nintendo access to cash. So so liquid cash money that that you might you can get as far as quickly. Right here we go. Right. So yeah, we're getting it now. So number one, it's usually a bank account. Okay. Most people store their cash in a piggy bank. <laughs> I remember, who remembers like filling up like big cans with like 20 cents and $1 coin and $2 coins? I remember that. That was awesome. I love that. Under the mattress, some do, gets the same returns bank, which is part of my conversation today, Luke. Exactly. So bank account. And I want to do this. Um, so bank account. Uh, then we have um, often in a... Uh, a redraw, okay, redraw, and then um, offset. Now, the bank accounts can be, you know, a transactional account, your savings account. It could be, um, you know, in your savings account. It could be in a, you know, a deposit earning account. It could be wherever, okay? Uh, Offset. Thanks, Kylie. That's good. So we've got it there. We've got offsets, redraws, and bank accounts. All right, so let's do this. Let's have a look at the benefit of storing our money, cash, uh, and Luke's sort of, I think Luke's uh, pre-organized uh, pre this, con- well, pre, um, pre-seen this conversation, bank account. Tell me, in a bank account, what is the return? What's the money you're getting back for having money in a bank account. Let's do this, let's do this. Tell me, bank account, number one, bank account. What return are you getting? What's the return? What are you getting for having your money in a bank account? Ladies and gents, yeah, cash is trash, absolutely, Fiona. Tell me, what's the return? You're giving your money, you're putting your money in a bank, and it gets worse uh, the other way as well, um, when I, when we're talking about this, let's say under 1%, okay? Um, after the fees, negative return, yeah. So, and let's just, let's just be, let's just be, um, let's just be generous, okay? Let's just be generous. 1% return, like Luke said, if you get 1% return, uh, you've got to pay tax on it, right? Even like tax on, on your own interest, on your own money, um, and then... In a true sense, what sort of return is that? Let's say the long-term average of inflation, not the short-term, you know, for the last six months. Don't, don't worry about that rubbish. It'll get back to normal at some point. 
but what's the long-term average uh, of inflation over the last 10 years or 15 years? Put that in the chat for me, okay? Because the reason I say cash is trash is because if you have money in the form of cash sitting in a bank account, a bank account, it said even in high interest earning accounts, and maybe even put it in the chat for me, you know, what's the what's the term deposit account gonna get you, okay? Um, let's say this, like 1%, let's say the long-term average of inflation um, is 3%, okay? So we should do it the other way around anyway. Um, do it like this. 3% inflation, um, and we've got a 1% return, right? And then we end up with negative 2%. Okay, so when you store your money in cash in the bank, you lose money. It's guaranteed to devalue guaranteed, not maybe. Ladies and gents, listen to me. It is guaranteed to devalue when you sit cash in the bank, guaranteed. Now, if I called you up and I said, hey, 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 listen, Luke, Sharon, Fiona, Kylie, Alison, Kev, Nintendo, have I got a deal for you? Have I got a deal for you? You know what? I want you to give me your cash and I'm gonna give you a guaranteed, a guaranteed, no-brainer, no-brainer return of negative 2%. Guaranteed, Luke. You can't miss this, it's a no-brainer. I'm gonna guarantee that you can lose 2% every year on your cash, on its value. What would you say? Tell me in the chat. Anybody after a return like that? Anyone after a return like that, pick me. What do you think about that? Hell no, hell no, Nintendo's saying. And, and when you say it out loud like that, you go, that is lunacy. Where do I sign, says Luke. Right, like say, that's lunacy, right? But that, ladies and gents, that is the fairy dust. That is the illusion of money and cash in a bank. That's the illusion. What happens when you keep cash in a bank? The banks are able to use your deposits as security to lend other people money. They use your cash so they can lend other people money and they make a margin on it. Ladies and gents, seriously. Cash is trash, goes backwards, okay? As we go along. Let's have a look at this one. Redraw. Redraw is different to offset. And we'll talk about that in a second. Yep, boom, that's exactly right, Kylie. Now, we talked about, or I said it in the, in the headline today for this conversation, about control and access to capital, all right? Okay, so like we know right now, I just, just a pure bank account, a pure bank account uh, is going to lose your money. Silly, silly place to have cash. Now, um, you know, some of us have 
uh, transactional savings accounts, which which I usually call losings accounts. But we can talk about that in a minute. Um, and Kylie's probably got the answer to the question in a second as well. So let's talk about redraw. So what, what does a redraw do? Redraw, you have a loan uh, and you have a balance. That's your balance. If you make extra payments or you've got some extra cash, you put it in. Now the redraw allows you, hopefully you can see that. Oh, it's, a, it's not, doesn't look like much of a different color. Hang on a second. Uh, let's do this. Now the redraw, and you've got some dollars in the redraw. So you've made extra payments or a lump sum. You've made extra payments uh, or a lump sum. And the redraw, it offsets the amount you have to pay or the amount of interest you have to pay. Not exactly the same as an offset. And tell me why uh, when it comes to access or control in a redraw, what are the uh, challenges or issues that I have with a redraw? Doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but certainly these two are choices. What's the challenge with a redraw? Tell me, ladies and gents, when it comes to control and access of your cash and money, your liquid capital. Does anyone know? Put that in the chat for me. Redraw. What is the one issue that uh, I have with a redraw? You might already know. I might have already said this once or twice before. Does anyone know? You have to ask to get it back. You have to ask. Right? Yep. Yep. You have to apply to get access. So who's in control of your money? Who controls it here? You tell me right now, ladies and gents, who's in control of your money? Who's the ultimate controller of that extra money that you thought was yours? If you have to ask to get it back, not you. Who's in control? The bank. All right, the bank, okay? They're in control. Now, redraw, I don't know if you guys were paying attention through the through COVID, there was a, one, of the, one of the banks, institutions said they were going to freeze all extra money that is in redraw. They were saying, no, nah, you can't have access to, to your redraw. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I think that that's going to be something that may play out in the next little while as well when it comes to redraw. So, we need to keep an eye on that. The best place, as many of you may know, is that keeping your cash in an offset account gives you the flexibility and the access to do these things a lot better, okay? When you have your money in an offset account, one of the downsides of an offset account, tell me, ladies and gents, what's one of the downsides of an offset account? And you have to keep an eye on some of the lenders for this, right? They charge you an extra fee, cheeky bastards, all right? They, they charge you a fee. So to have the offset account and to make it worth your while, you've got to have a, a reasonable amount of money in there to make sure you offset the fee as well. And I think it's, I think that is rude as shit, to be honest. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't cost the banks anything to do that. Um, but, you know, 
let's have an investigation on those things rather than other stuff. Yep, yep. So in here with an offset, an offset is really your bank account, your bank account, your regular savings account, and it's transactional, right? So you can you can buy groceries with it and it's sitting and offsetting against your mortgage, okay? It's on the loan, it's sitting there, but you can transact with it. You can pay your extra bills, you can um, buy the groceries, you can put petrol in the car, you can do stuff like that with it, all right? Now you're better off trying to keep a lump sum in the offset account because that that's uh, that's a much better way to get the outcome, ladies and gents. And when do the banks calculate? It was me bank, that's right, Alison. Yeah, cheeky buggers. Uh, and uh, when is interest calculated, ladies and gents? It's calculated daily, right? Interest is calculated daily, so the more you leave in that offset account, the the uh, less you would pay in interest for that month or the year or whatever it might be. Okay. So just remember when we're thinking about our cash, where are we storing it? If the money is static, okay, um, then the best place to store it is not there. Let's do this. I'm going to do this as we go. You're kind of like, oh, I was going to put orange, okay. You know, kind of maybe uh, and a tick, okay? All right? So, but really, let's have this parting, parting words just before we wind it up. When you have a lot of cash saved up and stored up, um, the conversation is, ladies and gents, when that cash gets stored up, it starts to affect your psychology in your with your money. And uh, you think that, um, I've seen it happen to so many people. Like, you know, it used to be $5,000. It used to be $500 in my bank account. And then it was $5,000. Then it was $50,000. And then it was $500,000, all right? And what happens with our psychology, we end up having this, this fake conversation with ourselves, we end up storing way too much cash, even in an offset or a redraw, we, we store all this cash and it starts to degrade, not only in returns if you're storing it in the wrong place, but it starts to de degrade in opportunity, okay? And so if you're sitting there um, thinking, what is Jason talking about? Well, then you need to talk to your coach because when that money stops moving and it stops working in deals, then that's when your returns overall start to degrade. Um, and you need to work out the safety buffer that you want, a comfort safety buffer, and then the rest of it needs to be going to work. Money sitting still is like water sitting still. It goes off. Okay, it goes off in its own way. Cash is trash or it goes off in your own mind because you become scared and, you know, not fit enough to understand how to move that cash and make money. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that was useful. I just want us all to really remember 
coming into this kind of version of the world when it comes to higher interest rates and so on, and we all might sit on a bit more cash than we normally would, or we might sort of squirrel it away. Uh, don't sit on it for too long. And if you're sitting on it, make sure it's sitting in the right damn place in the offset account for access. Anyway, that's it. I'm just rabbiting on a little bit now. Hopefully that was useful. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys remember to uh, join me tonight, Andy Fenton and myself, and a guest uh, a guest tonight on Wine and Wisdom, Wealth Wine and, Wine and Wisdom, uh, and then uh, we'll be done and dusted for the week. You guys be awesome and well. I think that's it. Thanks for joining me. Have a good rest of your day. Bye, folks. Good question. Whoever asked that about is it put my cash on my offset, same amount as a, of debt. Yeah, you can do that for sure. Depending on where you're at with your investing, um, it depends on where you're at with your investing and what your next move is. But yes, 100%, put, it, put all that money in the offset account for sure. That will save you interest. That will save you interest. Just be aware, just be aware that you don't, you're going to just check out the um, terms and conditions of your lender and make sure they don't close that loan on you, okay? Um, probably just need to reach out to your broker or, or a coach before you do that and just make sure you understand the machinations of your lender, whoever, whoever asked that, okay? You need a coach to give you some advice. If you want one, reach out. That's what we do. Anyway, if you've already got one, that's good. Thanks, team. Adios. Be awesome. Be well. See ya.